Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 29 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And my very special guest today is Kimberly Bengali. And Kimberly and I had a wonderful conversation, and I am very excited to share it with you. She takes us back to growing up as a middle child and showing us that she really grew up feeling like she wasn't being seen. And it wasn't until her 40s that Kimberly realized that a lot of those early life experiences were part of the reason why she lacked confidence and self-esteem. And really, she takes us through her beautiful story of finding herself, finding her voice, which actually related to her launching her incredible YouTube channel called True Stature, as well as developing her five keys to building confidence that she shares with us in this episode. And I am just so excited for you to hear and learn what they are. But really what is really important and impactful in this uh, whole conversation is that she is not just the model, but also the proof that confidence can be built at any age. Like she shared her awareness of what the transformations were happening only came in her 40s. And I think that is such a beautiful time in most women's lives. And she is really a model of what is possible when it comes to look deep within yourself and really finding your own sense of confidence and self-esteem and self-worth. So without any further ado, let me introduce you to Kimberly. Kimberly Bengali is a wife, mother of five children, an entrepreneur, and the creator of True Stature, a YouTube channel and an organization of women growing together to become more confident and joyful, while pursuing their biggest dreams. Her mission is to help women see the value of who they are and to build a life from a place of trust and authenticity. In her heartfelt videos, she inspires, encourages, and teaches women by sharing the truth that she has learned over the years of falling short and getting back up. She is an eternal optimist and she believes in the power of admitting weaknesses and humility, daily effort towards growth, and a willingness to keep your eye on the big vision for your life. She believes that women are the ultimate creators and influencers in the world where there is tremendous need for hope and for great examples of overcoming. I am just so excited to share her story with you. Here is Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. I'm so pleased to have you on the podcast today. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It's been a long time coming, I think. Absolutely. And I know this conversation is going to be so special. And to get us going, get us started, 
I would like for you to share with us, what does confidence mean to you? You know, I thought, I knew you were going to ask me that question. <laughs> and I think that for when I was thinking about this, I really came down to the question for me. I had to, I didn't understand what confidence was until my later years in life, like literally within the last two years is when I started understanding confidence. So I have a whole lifetime of not knowing what confidence means. And so I can honestly say that. And, and so for me, the question I had to ask myself as I was preparing is what does confidence not mean to me? Because that's where I was coming from. That was my place. Right. Cool. And so I'm going to, it's going to be a kind of a roundabout way to answer your question, but I do want to share these. Cause I think that probably a lot of women out there struggle with that. And that is for one, the first thing that came up, confidence does not mean, um, fear of being loved. Like I, in my life had a fear of not being loved. That was the first thing. Confidence um, does not mean that fear of not being enough and or comparing myself to those around me. These were all things I struggled with. And so much listening to what the world thought of me or like comparing myself. Uh, confidence is not living a life of codependency, which I totally did. And it's not accepting emotional abuse to one degree or another. And so as I had to think about, and that's kind of how I lived my life for many, many years. So to answer your question, that's how I had to come about my answer of what confidence really does mean to me. And in the end, I came up with this crazy page of things that confidence, like the things that I found out were organically grown through me understanding when my confidence started to build as a 40 something year old woman, finally, yeah. I realized that organically confidence grew because of like four or five or six things I'm going to be sharing with you. So it's kind of one of those things where you're going to get the answer throughout. Love it. <laughs> I hope that's okay. Because <laughs> there's a lot to say about it. <laughs> no, that's wonderful. And that's such a special take, actually. You're the first one that took that direction of, first of all, defining what it is not, right? And I think there's so much value in that and this whole journey of confidence and weight release. It's a journey of inner discovery. So mm -hmm. this is like absolutely special. So thank you. And I look forward to building on. <laughs> that oh, thank you. Along. Yeah, me too. It's, it was fun because as I started to realize this whole, like, it was like a big revelation to me as I was studying on it and realizing, wait a minute, I think I know what confidence is finally after all these years. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Super exciting. And yeah. I've heard to say before, and even you kind of mentioned today, that confidence can be built at any age, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and I find that to be so true and so amazing. And I would love to, you know, give you the space to share your story and tell us how did your story kind of lead you to that realization? Oh, thank you. That's, it's really great to be able to share it. Um, for many years, I didn't feel that I had a voice because, and it's hard, it's hard to sit and talk about my story because it's like all my life I've thought, who really cares about my story? You know what I mean? But I do understand the value of the story and the growth. Um, but I did feel I was a middle child and everybody else was very, they were strong personalities and I really was lost, lost in the shuffle. There was no like, you know, I was the ultimate people pleaser from as soon as I realized on a subconscious level, as soon as I realized that I could get 
people to accept me and love me by doing what they wanted. Oh boy, did I latch onto that. And it, it definitely manifested itself throughout my life until just recently, which is another great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I was that child that felt like nobody saw me. Everybody else had the strong personalities. I had things I wanted to say, but I wasn't as loud as them. And I was more of a, I was really a peacemaker in the home. And so my, the important thing to me was having everything go in a way that everybody else was feeling happy. And in the process, I lost myself. And, and so that was, that was part of part of the problem right there. And then growing up, I dealt with, um, there were no, I actually lived in a great home with a supportive family, but again, feeling lost. And then when my siblings all graduated from high school and went off, they all went to college, got master's degrees in whatever their fields were. And because I never felt the confidence I needed or even felt heard or that I mattered, I never even tried to pursue that. Like I had dreams and desires and things I wanted to do and travel. But honestly, I got married as soon as I got out of high school at 19 and I was just a child myself. So I transferred that neediness that I needed, you know, I needed to feel that I mattered from my family straight on to my husband, poor guy. And, and so again, I didn't have a voice and I just didn't know how to say what I needed to say. And so my life, I was really worried in my life. I was really worried about, okay, if they think I'm good enough, then, then that makes me good enough. Or if they, I handed my power over to anybody else who could make me feel important or that I mattered. And to me, that is the ultimate of the lack of that self-assurance that as I've grown older and realized who I am, the value that I bring to the table and the um, power that I have just in being a strong woman, because don't get me wrong, I always had the strength in me, but my strength was directed towards small things, trying to keep people happy, um, all these things. But eventually that was going to muster up, right? Somehow that was like in a volcano. You you're going to burst eventually. (laughs) And that strength actually manifested itself in some like crazy actions in my later years, just trying to get that voice out, which, you know, that's a whole other story. (laughs) But but the point is that when the strength is in there, and I think we as women, we really don't give ourselves, at least many of us don't give ourselves enough credit of truly how powerful we can be and our voice and the capacity that's in us because we believe the lies. We believe what we're supposed to be like according to what everyone else is telling us, magazines, social media, news, and just generations of limiting beliefs. And so that was a lot of talking. Sorry. Do you have any other questions? (laughs) Wonderful. And I think it's a great picture, right? Because a lot of the conversations that I've had in this podcast and even with clients, a lot of when they're able to pinpoint that early childhood origin or how they felt, I mm-hmm. feel almost like you find the beginning of that little knot and then you can kind of follow the thread and untangle your story. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I find yours very interesting because like you said, when you grow up as a middle child and the people pleaser, it is very interesting to me that that early experience that you had that void, right? Mm-hmm. You know, having the space to, you know, have your voice and show up now has been what likely propelled you to speak to other women. So mm-hmm. that it is now your power. And I think yeah. what life is all about, right? So now you can talk to yeah in that situation that have not 
necessarily have found their little thread so that they can look for it as well. So I think yeah. this is so exciting. I'm just so excited. It is. It <laughs> is exciting. And as I was as I was just talking, I was reminded. So my mom, one of the things that really solidified in me that I wasn't seen as a child, it's gonna, it's gonna sound really silly, but so you know the power of suggestion. So when I was a little girl, like maybe four or five, my mom had a dream. It's just, you know, just a dream. But she told me about it when I was little, and I've never forgotten. And the dream was she woke up and she was looking on her ceiling, and right there was my face, larger than life, like the size of the ceiling. And I said, nobody sees me. And she's told, and then she woke up and she's told me this story before. And so many times that I actually, I mean, she may, she may have been just getting her own messages that she needed to pay more attention to me. But the point is, and I don't regret that she told me that story, but at the same time, I think I latched onto it too. Like, I think I started to believe that nobody saw me. So it was like this propelled thing that grew into something bigger. And it was just, it kind of became like my identity. Right. And the funny thing is I mentioned before that I'm a strong woman and I never realized it until more in the recent years. And I, but I also, I'm very, like, I'm a passionate person. I love just the idea of living life and fully embracing life, but I was always afraid. So I was never quite living up to who I really knew I could be because of that limiting belief of I'm not seen. I need to be seen to be loved all these lies. And it's just been a super interesting process of learning and growth over the last few years that has been super powerful in my life. No, that is amazing. And now I know we're going to talk about this at the very end, but you even have a YouTube channel, right? Which is one of the biggest ways that it can show up and show your voice and, and show yourself to the world. And I think that alone takes so much courage and bravery. And it's amazing to see that you are in that place now that you're sharing with the, to the women, the things that you've learned. So in that same thread, get it, like take us through what were the steps? And I know you have mentioned that you have, you know, some specific keys, right? Or Uh stones that you were able to learn and overcome and are part of what you teach and model to the world. So take us Mm -hmm. through that journey? What are those sure. keys? Yeah. And I do, and I do want to reiterate that these were not anything that in fact, literally, I just realized that this was the process as I was preparing for this. Yeah. So that's why I'm so excited about it because before I was just thinking, yeah, I've grown in confidence over the last two years, didn't really put my finger on why. And so it was very, and it was very organic. It just happened not deliberately. Um, and so those things, so the first thing I noticed as I was thinking about it was that I began to get more self-confidence as I started to learn to trust in my abilities. And so what do I mean by that? So when I started being more brave to do things, for example, starting a YouTube channel is kind of scary, you know, and that was one of the things I did. And I realized, you know what, I like this. Not only do I like it, but I'm actually kind of good at it, even though there's a lot of hiccups along the way. The point is, (laughs) I know, like, I'm finding out what some of my strengths are as a woman. And we'll never know how to trust our abilities if we never try new things and reach out and, like, kind of branch out and decide, okay, I'm going to try this new hard thing and we'll see how it goes. So I think when you start to try the things that scare you, that you're going to realize that you have abilities that you didn't realize you had. 
And another, another way that I found that manifesting itself in my life is my sisters come to me to talk and to connect when they have troubles and things. And I just being naturally who I am and being able to help them, they've told me, you know, oh, you're so nurturing and good at this. You give me the honest truth, but you do it in love. And so, so as I'm trying these new things, I'm learning, oh, I have skills. I'm, I have abilities, all this stuff. So the first key is that gaining trust in your abilities. I love it. And and just briefly, but something you said that's really important, Kimberly, is that we don't know we're good at something until we try it. Right. Right. And Mm -hmm. I always say, and this is true emotionally, this is true uh, physiologically, that Mm -hmm. most growth happens at that border between support and challenge. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. A lot of times we are afraid of challenging ourselves because of the fear of failure, how we're going to be perceived. And, you know, there's many different reasons why, but it's really interesting that as you're trying hard things, then you start to learn how good you are at them, <laughs> that you would mm-hmm. not have known, right? Should you not have decided to start a channel and all those things we would not have met because we met through the YouTube world. Uh-huh. So, so incredible everything, all the cascades of things that happen when you start yeah. actually getting to action mode. So I Absolutely. And, and I just thought of a little side note. And that is also in this process, as I've tried new things, I found things that I'm not good at too. Like right. for example, my husband and I moved up to Oregon, bought a coffee shop and this totally random thing in the last few years from this, you know, from the Silicon Valley, you know, that crazy world. And <laughs> I found out that as much as I wanted to be like that awesome, you know, supportive partner in that, that the best stuff I do in there is the decor because I I've studied interior design and things, but I am not awesome at making coffee drinks because I don't just, I'm not, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> I love it. That's started, you know what? I don't have to know how to do all of it. It's okay. I can have confidence in the things that I'm learning are keys of mine, those yeah. abilities, and I can let go of the stuff that I, it's, it's okay if I don't know how to do everything, <laughs> which Absolutely. takes me to the second one, because it kind of goes hand in hand with the first. And that's that self-confidence will come as I gain a feeling of trust in my personal qualities. So meaning what are those talents? Like if you shut out the world's opinion long enough to get a clear picture of who you are, you're likely going to find out that you do have certain strengths, that you do have uniqueness about you specifically and that there's a there's a divinity about you like you have abilities and talents and things that are very specific to you and that's one of the best ways to start building confidence is to find out what those personal qualities are and everybody has them we all have them whether it's one or two or three but the point is that when we do find them then to start working on those so I knew Okay, I'm not good at making coffee. I don't even know what a macchiato is, but <laughs> I am good at A, B, and C, or even if just A, maybe I'm only good at A, but I'm good at that. And I can learn how to master that because that's going to be the strength I already have. So building upon that one strength that I already know I have and yeah. going for that. And that has built a lot of confidence as well. So I think that, and again, this all came as a grown up woman. I didn't learn this in my twenties and thirties. Okay. <laughs> so that's incredible. I love yeah. it. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by the weight release shift, a program that I am so excited to share 
with you. And actually, more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is wage release. Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones, eat for your needs and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. And so, um, yeah, I'll go on to the next key that I found out. And that is that uh, my self-confidence, your self-confidence, women's self-confidence in general will grow as we gain trust in our own judgment. Now, this is big because for the longest time, I thought I need to trust what they think. I need to trust what the world's telling me. I need to trust what I've heard all my life. And there's so many outside opinions that are going to tell you what you need to think. And when we stop listening to those outside influences and start listening to what we really think in our heart and in our mind and in our soul and our gut, that's when we're going to find out, wait a minute, that might be just spot on, especially for you specifically in your life. And every situation is different and, you know, whatever you're judging. But when it's relative to you, you know. You know yourself. And if you don't know yourself, you can know yourself. Yeah. You just have to listen. You just have to listen. I think we all have that ability, but the world is so loud that we sometimes forget. And I have five kids, so I know how like wow. it's hard to yeah, it's pretty <laughs> crazy. They're mostly grown up now, but I still have one in the house and the other still contact me regularly. So I have lots of things <laughs> pulling at me. And yet I have to be in charge of trusting my own judgment now. And what that's done for me, I've realized. So like my family or maybe friends, not necessarily my family, but like there's certain people in my life that I know are like, she's doing a YouTube channel. Okay. <laughs> Hasn't she done interior design and she was like a weight trainer and now she's doing YouTube. Okay. But <laughs> I know in my heart, like I trust in my gut that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I didn't necessarily feel that way of all the other things I've done in my life. But I'm learning that I can trust my judgment at this point in my life. I think I know myself well enough to know that I can trust what I think I need to do. And that gives me a lot of confidence. And I'm not saying I always know, but I think I can know if I really search it out. If I really listen to my heart, quiet my soul and maybe write about it and pray about it or whatever it is, just connecting with something bigger than myself helps me make the right choices and trust my judgment. So, love it. and when you say yeah. about listening to your gut, right? Like that's so mm -hmm. important. I look at my story too. And before I moved here to Canada from Brazil, I was in my second year of veterinarian medicine school, uh -huh. and I was going to be a vet and I, uh -huh. my future was planned. Right. And, you know, life happened and my 
path changed. And for moments, like you're not sure and you're trying new things. And, but it was all for me was always that fulfillment or lack of fulfillment, true fulfillment was my inner compass that it was like, it's not quite this yet. It's not quite this yet. And you kept doing different things and trying things until the point that when you hit it and you, there's always this inner knowing, right? That yes, what we're doing now will continue to evolve. No doubt it's part of growth, but at the same time, there's a place in our lives that you just know you hit it. So you're mm-hmm. there and you're doing that thing as scary as it feels. I think the more scary feels probably the more there you are <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. But it's that inner knowing and that gut feeling. And it's something that takes time, right? And it takes practice. Right. But I think something you said that I love is that self-accountability to finding the answer because it's within you. And mm-hmm. sometimes we need to look for support, either through your faith or through your family or through your colleagues or whatever that is. Um, we always have support. Sometimes just mm-hmm. to ask for help, right? And um, yeah. wisdom lies inside of us. So I, I really relate to what you just said, and I think it's incredibly true. Oh yeah, I and it's so and it's so good to talk about these things because as you're talking, I'm learning new truths as well. It's like growing up. It turns out, you know, getting older isn't so bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to get old. I don't want to get old. But when as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh. I get this or I get that. And I totally was so messed up in my thirties or whatever. Cause I didn't have a clue. And you know, it's just good to grow up at any age. Right. Yes. <laughs> and to keep learning from people around you. And, um, actually, and that is the perfect segue. Oh my gosh, this is perfect for the next key, which was that self-confidence will live or will come as, as I live in more humility. And what I mean by that is I can, I was never, I'd never had to be everything to everybody in the first place, but I took that on myself and I kind of developed that attitude of, I can do it all on my own just because I had to prove myself that I mattered. And otherwise I wasn't going to feel like I was enough. But I think the point of this key is that acknowledging that, okay, we have weaknesses and that's okay. And there's places we fall short and that's okay. We never had to be everything to everyone. And we never had to be everyone, everything to ourselves either. And, and if we can trust that, you know, it's okay. It's okay that I'm not all that and a bag of chips. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay that I don't know how to make the macchiato and that I messed up the person's um, drink last week twice in a row. And you know what I mean? So it's like having that humility of saying, okay, I don't know it all, but, and you mentioned support, but I know where to find it. Whether it's, you know, learning from people around me for different, whatever it is, there's always Henry Ford said, you know, he didn't know everything, but he knew he surrounded himself with the people who did. Right. And when they asked him, you know, about his success. And I think that acknowledging that you don't know everything and that's okay. And totally accepting that, like embracing it. Like I am totally fine that I don't get how to make the drink, but I do know that I'm good at this over here or that over there. And then appreciating the strength of others in our lives and relying on that strength often. So being humble and understanding that we can turn to others and we can ask for help and we can just know that that doesn't make us any less of a woman if we have to ask somebody for help and, and just relying on sources bigger than yourself. Well, when I say bigger, I don't mean, okay. 
relying on people around you, but also for me, relying on bigger sources, like some people call it the universe, some people call it God, some people call it just nature, or just a group of people who love you, but something bigger than yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, just trusting the fact that you don't have to know it all. It's wonderful. And And even there's a perspective there that it was given to me over my journey that I'll I'll share because I think it's related to this. But Mm -hmm. when we, so for example, in my life, my husband is my rock and my supporter. And Uh sometimes I joke, he's not even human (laughs) because his patience (laughs) with me is endless. But at the same time, when I ask for his help, when I let him help me and take care of me, I'm giving him the gift of fulfilling what's most important to him and his life, Uh, mm -hmm. right? And I never understood that, that by asking for help, you're actually giving the person a gift to help you and vice versa, right? Mm. It's not just about taking help, which for a while I thought that's what I was doing. It's really that back and forth, that exchange. Mm. And I think that's what makes relationships so beautiful and so special, right? And mm-hmm. very much like what you said, like the moment they're asking for helping whatever sense, you're also giving them something in return. And women, a lot of times have trouble receiving, right? Things, mm-hmm. women, yep. gifts, whatever. So I just wanted to put that out as a, maybe a new perspective, a new little seed for people to think about it, that they're actually also giving anytime they take. So yeah. Right. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's so true. We're always, we always think, well, we, I shouldn't speak for others, but I know that I've always felt like, oh, I shouldn't take this or that from somebody. I, I'm, you know, being selfish when I'm taking that. And, but it helps them, you know, it helps them. Like you said, it helps that person to live their potential as well. So we're all, I have a favorite quote actually, that for some reason just jumped into my head when I said that. And that is that we're all just walking each other home. And so if he's helping you with your stuff and you're helping him with his stuff, you're walking each other home. You know, it's just, and we're all in the same boat. So, so having that humility of just, you know, I don't get it and you do. So let's work together. <laughs> so, totally. Yeah. So good. And um, so that's been, that's been one of the big keys. And then um, the next one was that I just found, and this kind of ties in with something I mentioned before that self-confidence will come as I search for, well, what happened in my life? Self-confidence came when I searched for my own version of spirituality. And like I said, this doesn't have to be God for people who don't believe in God. It doesn't have to be anything like that. It's just realizing that you're part of a picture that's bigger than just you. So like I said, it could be connecting with nature. It could be connecting with a God. It could be connecting with a group of people who love you that are bigger than you. So something realizing that there's a bigger picture that you have there's a bigger story and you're part of something really brought for me, it brought me, that was like a big, big part of gaining self-confidence was just knowing that there's a more eternal perspective here that I need to realize that I'm ever growing. I'm ever moving forward. I've seen that in my life up to this point. Why would that stop now? I'm still going to grow until, you know, the day I die and so forth. So it's having that concept of a bigger picture has given me like, okay, I'm meant to grow, which means I can grow. And that gives me confidence to know that it's just a powerful, powerful thing to realize that we have in us like the seeds of just amazing grandeur. You know what I mean? So that's, that's a big one for me. 
Um, and it's also yeah. a big one in the sense that that's probably one of, for a lot of people, the first time they tap into unconditional love, right? Mm. And, mm-hmm. you know, people with history, difficulties of feeling worthy and feeling loved, the moment you discover that, oh, wow, I can be loved unconditionally by this greater source, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like proof, right? That yeah. <laughs> of your worthiness Absolutely. and And I think that is why for so many people that is such an important key in the mm-hmm. whole picture, right? Yeah. yeah. So just like for our listeners, I'm going to summarize the keys that you just said, because okay. they're amazing. So the first one <laughs> was trusting in your abilities. The second one was trusting in your personal qualities the third one trust in your own judgment the fourth one live with humility and the fifth one to search out of your own sorry to search out your very own version of spirituality Mm-hmm. And I think one of, first of all, that is like, when I hear you say those, I realize what a powerful combination of keys that, like, those are powerful. And, um, and with that last one, I think one of the big words that comes to me is trust. When I, when you do that, when oh, yes. you seek your own spiritual connection, whatever that's going to be, you, you gain that trust of a bigger picture. And trust is important. And having like these keys that you just mentioned that I just talked about, I can't tell you how good it felt to like write these out and realize, oh my gosh, this is like mind blowing to me that this is all what took place in my life over a series of over just a few short years after lots of drama. And I realized, wow, what is it? We are capable of great things. Not that I did this, but as a like our, our value and the, the capacity we have to grow and learn and like our place in the bigger picture and all of these things like are so, so, so magnificent. And I was thinking, it's just amazing as I look at my life and where I've come from, because, and again, I'm not super confident all the time. I still, just before we started this podcast, I'm like, I'm nervous. Tell me what to do. <laughs> but but we, we still move forward, right? We still yes. move forward because we're, because we have that strength in us. And that all comes from in my life anyway, that came from these keys. And so I'm super grateful to actually have sat down and seen them in my life. It's like a gift that I was given to see, okay, these are the things that happened that helped you become more confident and that are helping you move towards your goals and your dreams and helping you live a life that's going to be more um, outward focused and helping others. And really what, what my ultimate life should be, which is connecting and, and impacting and influencing and leading. I think that women are leaders. I mean, I know we are. <laughs> we are. I, I, I can't, I shouldn't say, I think I know we are leaders and we are nurturers. And one of the things that I really feel very strongly about is that we need to nurture ourselves and lead ourselves first. And that's kind of what's been happening in my life over these last few years, because I did have to nurture myself through some wounds and battle wounds and, and these things before nurture myself. And of course, with the help of other people in my life and other sources, but nurturing ourselves to heal whatever it is that's been keeping us back, but also at the same time, then taking that leadership on and saying, okay, so now I'm going to do those things. I'm going to start trusting in my abilities. I'm going to start seeking out what my strengths are and working on those and not sweating what I'm not good at, you know? And so 
I'm just super grateful for that, that knowledge that's kind of been brought to me these last few years and what it's done for me. So yeah, it's like pure gold, just, it is, you know, just so you know, the whole concept came. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm going to re-listen to this segment myself a few times. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Ourselves and lead ourselves first. That is like so tremendous. And I'm also going to highlight something else to just said quickly as I interjected, that is so important is what he just said about gratitude, right? Because all the keys are those stepping stones of that transformation, but it's truly when it comes to the end, not so much the end, but the end as in this present moment, and you look back into your life Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. start to get, become truly grateful for all those hardships, all those Mm -hmm. all those difficulties. That's the moment you're able to see the perfect, of it all that got you here exactly today and exactly you know the way the things are and yeah. that has been my my hurdles in my past were more health related with all my different diagnoses and all of those things and it wasn't until I learned how to develop gratitude for the pain and for the difficulties that I was able to accept the perfection of it all And now I am so grateful that if I had a choice, I would have chosen the exact same path, which sounds crazy to some people, but I would because Mm -hmm. I love so much where I am today. And I know the consequence of that, right? So that gratitude that he just sneaked in there, I wanted to highlight that because I think that is a very important part that kind of like wraps all those keys into this beautiful bubble, golden bubble. Mm -hmm. Well, that golden bubble of light, I think you just, what you just, first of all, I love that term, that golden bubble of light. (laughs) But also, I think that as you were just highlighting what what was just said, um, it hit me that I think you just added another key that is extremely important. And that is what you said, like embracing that story, the story, the story is what makes us overcome. The story is what makes us who we are today, right? So like you said, and you're happy with where your life is going now. So you embrace that other stuff. And it ultimately that had to be the same for me because I like seriously had a breakdown in my thirties and (laughs) I did crazy stuff. You know, you have to remember I was married at 19 and I like had zero time to grow up. So I just grew up in my thirties and, but, but the thing is that's why I had a family. So it's like, I, I am not like proud of everything, but at the same time, I am grateful because through that, I had the opportunity to grow up through that. I had to, the opportunity to realize that I have uh, in me some great qualities that I did not see for all those years because I wasn't seen. Right. Yeah. Like, or I thought I wasn't seen, you know, it was all about me, whatever. <laughs> so, but <laughs> But the point is that embracing the story and that growth that comes, that's huge. That's huge. It really is. My favorite mm-hmm. Brenda Brown quote actually, she says that once you own your story, you get to write to the end. And I, oh, love, I love that. Oh, much, right? Oh my gosh. I love oh, that so much. True. She's so magnificent. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right? a good one. I'm yeah. And, and that's what we're look, doing, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. And you look at her heroes and her struggles and made her into this you know, life-changing woman that has really redefined a lot of those big words, right? The shames and all the things Mm -hmm. a lot of women before we're not comfortable talking about that are part of owning all pieces of ourselves, right? Like we need to own all parts to live in true authenticity. So 
No, I love our conversation. I'm just so beyond grateful to have you here and sharing your voice and your story. This was like so special. I love the keys. And Thank you. I also really want to make sure that we talk a little bit about your YouTube channel. So tell sure. us what the channel is about. And then for the listeners that want to find you, follow her on YouTube, number one, but also <laughs> to find you, uh, tell us what the best places are. So go with sure. first and then where to find you. Yeah, the YouTube channel is just a culmination of all these last, like, I'd say four or five years of finally growing up. And I named the YouTube st channel True Stature. And I thought a lot about this name because the, pro the point of starting the YouTube channel was I wanted to help other women find their voice. I wanted them to find their confidence. I wanted to help them find out who they really are, like what they're holding back from and all that. And just like embrace the bigger picture of their lives. And I thought true stature was like right on. So that's the name says it all being true to our actual stature of who we are. So yeah, that's where, and that's what the channel's about. And it's for women and it's for women of any age, but I do have, you know, I'm not a spring chicken. So, <laughs> so I like to tell women they can start at any age to start building that confidence and start building that belief in a bigger life's vision and that they don't have to believe or live a certain way anymore if that's not what makes them feel happy and joyful and abundant in their life. Yeah. So that's what the channel is. So that's true okay. stature. Yeah. And, and I'm going to put the link of fun. down below so that people can, on the show notes, the links will be there. So people Excellent. can click and directly go to the channel. Awesome. Oh my goodness. I've been so grateful to do this. You've actually, planning for a podcast has been really good for me because I get to put it all down on paper and realize yes. there's been a lot of growth that I see and I'm super grateful for it. But I'm also like excited for the growth that's coming in the future. Yes. And so it's just all about living, you know, every day our best. I love it. And do you have a website or, you know, other places that people can find you? Yes, yes. You can find me at truestature.com. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at truestature. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I'm on right now. Wonderful. And I'll put all the links below so people can easily find you. So awesome. again, really thank you so much for your time, for your vulnerability and for honestly doing the work you've done over the years, because it is that work you've done that now brought you here to empower so many women. And I believe the ripple effects of these conversations and what you bring to the world is beyond even our comprehension. And that just brings me so much gratitude. And it has been a true honor speaking with you today and helping you share your story. So Thank you. Likewise, Julianne. It's been so wonderful. And I, I'm truly grateful. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.